episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello campers and welcome to Camp Horror Show, the camp that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other cult classics. I'm Counselor Sean. I'm Joe. You won't go, you won't go uh, with not, the gimmick? <laughs> not, 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 I'm not pronouncing that. Yeah, I Make a never, fool out of myself. I would never, I would never uh, <laughs> ask you to act on the show. Uh uh, and I don't give you a copy of the script, so how could I do that? Um, <laughs> gather around, kids. This week you're earning your hiking merit badge with Just Before Dawn from 1981. Uh, this is the same year as Madman? Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, you always have these movies that come out in the same year, and when you watch them kind of near each other, you're like, huh. Yeah, this is like they did it better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you always have that like same uh, budgetary restriction type things, or maybe even less sometimes. And you're like, oh, it's actually like it alarming that. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like how similar, but then how how much better one is than the other. You know? Right. Right. Wait, just doing so, basic stuff. So I take it you you enjoyed this one more than Mad Men. I love Just Before Dawn. Dude, it's great. It's just fucking great. Just Before Dawn is sick. It could have been just like... But, I mean, it's 81. It's kind of interesting. It's it's a weird time for horror movies, like, especially slashers. So, it's like... I don't know. It should get more credit than it gets for being an early slasher. It should. It, it's interesting because they were filming while Friday the 13th was released. Yeah. So... They didn't really have that many guidelines. I know that they had to make a lot of cuts because you know the studio was like, "Hey, listen, this is this is big right now. This is this is what everyone's loving. So you have to add this in." Did you read up on on any of like what the director was doing? Yes, for once in my life, for once in my life, it's been the last. <laughs> oh, you two always weeks. I've been a little slacker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Fuck. It's been two yeah. fucking weeks. I haven't looked things up. Yeah, no, I did. I did. I did look it up. It's really interesting. But do you believe? Well, let's talk about. No, no, I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I know what you're going to say. I was going to. I'm so glad you started with that because I had a huge bone to pick with him. You're talking about what he's claiming he did not see, correct? So, yeah. So, let's go. Yeah, of course not. Fucking, of course not. (laughs) Jeff Lee is a lying asshole. Before we get to what this man said let's just give a quick plug uh patreon.com slash i hate horror you can get the commercial free version there uh and you can do our live show which is coming up very soon i think we're doing what is it deep blue sea no deep blue sea yeah deep blue sea yeah we're doing deep blue sea this month um so sign up for that uh and the shirts are out baby the yes. horror show store.com. The horror show store.com. You can also go to I hate horror.com. The link is there. You can now buy the shirts. They're all available for everyone. So go on out, pick up and shirts, fucking everything. Hats, cups, stickers, everything you want. They, we got yeah. it, baby. And thank you shop. to the to the people already already placing orders. 
Oh yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, so thank you all so much. And those are our Patreon fans, which is crazy. So appreciate you guys. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's out of the way. And so, uh, join us for you know people people have been been passing away and uh, I'm doing some streams. I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing a doing a Pee Aaron. Well, do, as they little, do, uh, as they do. Rest in peace, Pee Wee Pee Wee Herman. Uh, I'm doing a double feature on Friday to people's requests, playing two movies. Uh, what are you doing for him? I I, I, just, yeah, I don't want to hear any fucking disrespect. I don't want to hear any. Oh wait, you don't <laughs> tell. You don't you don't tell. I don't tell. I don't tell. <laughs> this one this one won't be disrespectful. It won't be. Okay. Is it fucking uh, the one with Johnny Depp, the drug one? Blow? Dude, I would love the show. I mean, dude, imagine getting everyone together on a Friday night, making them watch fucking okay. Blow. Most depressing <laughs> fucking movie of all time. I remember like falling asleep at some place in Eastern with Blow. Like everyone just had Blow on constantly for some reason. It's like not a fun fucking movie to watch. It's it, it's not, and it fucking was bummer. like. <laughs> People heard that it might people, I mean, buzz heard it was about <laughs> cocaine, so they just assumed it was like Scarface, you know. <laughs> but you know, 85% less action, but still tried to, to uh, like glamorize it some for some reason. It was so weird, it was so weird. If falling asleep to that is just like the most depressing shit. So it was always one of those moments where I was like, I need to reevaluate my life. <laughs> I didn't though, so <laughs> right. sure. Uh, okay, well, I'm excited to see what you have Friday. I think I'm around Friday night, so I might, I might yeah, be let's do it. Friday. Let's tune in um that's good that's good what is uh for, the, for is, those listening it, 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 by the time you're listening to this it already passed so me bringing it up meant nothing but join us for uh the next time <laughs> so, yeah if somebody's dead i mean follow joe follow listen the i was gonna i was gonna do uh a movie for an aunt that's having an anniversary this week but then mm-hmm. as fate would have it paul yeah passed so you gotta follow instagram you gotta follow bug bug boog uh boog. Yeah. And uh, you got to follow him and find out. So he's at what? Boognish? Boognish 1985. 1985. Uh, and then at I Hate Horror. Uh, yeah. So follow them and you'll find out when people die. And you'll find out when <laughs> Joe <laughs> decides to play like the deepest cut of their catalog to honor them. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> Pee Wee's somehow in one scene. <laughs> Wait, I did years this, old, I did, you can't even recognize them. I did that to somebody recently, and I was like, maybe I should reevaluate this because they're in one. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't. You can do whatever you'd like. I think, I think it would be. I don't know. It's your show. It's your show. I just, <laughs> I just would love to see Pee Wee. I would love to see Pee Wee. Sure, you know, sure. But not gonna I, fucking happen. But I know, I know, it's not. Fucking Paul Rubin's most like thespian performance. <laughs> Get a copy of him doing Shakespeare in the Park from like 1989. <laughs> um. Okay, that's funny. Um. All right, let's get back to this fucking guy, this director who I had his name and I don't Jeff anymore. Lieberman. Jeff Lieberman. So Jeff Lieberman, and it's literally put in the Wikipedia like 14 times. So you, he's, he loves mentioning it. Um, but so the film has been noted by film scholars, which is an odd thing, but for expanding on tropes found in slasher films, such as Texas Chainsaw Massacre and the Hills Have Eyes. The Hills Have Eyes, yeah. Though Lieberman was, has empathetically stated that he had seen neither film 
and his intentions were to make a thriller with elements of an art film. He said he never wanted to make a slasher at all. So, I believe part of that. I believe believe the slasher part. Correct. Because he is quoted like a thousand times saying, I just wanted to make deliverance, which like, no shit. This, this is deliverance, right? Yes. Except somehow slightly more entertaining in my opinion, but I do not absolutely do not believe he did not watch the Texas chainsaw massacre. Dude, he directed squirm and blue sunshine before this, uh, 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 both horror movies, one about a killer, one, a creature feature that we did on our creature feature episode. So he's in the horror game. There's no way. There's no way he did not watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre at some point. And what you're claiming, and by the way, these are six years. Let's say they start filming in 1980. So six, three years and six years prior those movies. Right. So you're like, like any filmmaker is going to see those movies. You're talking about low budget, well done. Yeah movies becoming phenomena that were horror movies and and by directors that would eventually become the staples staples icons you know yeah um so for him to say that is fucking insane it's like that fucking what's that stupid group called that sounds exactly like led zeppelin they claim led zeppelin (laughs) didn't didn't influence them i was just talking to uh some listeners today about the greta greta van fleet Fleet, claiming that they they've never been influenced by led zeppelin get the fuck out of here what are you fucking saying (laughs) like i don't care if you like them or not and i know i already know our friend bryn's gonna be come come for you but you fucking stink they fucking stink they're they're not good but listen if you like them that's fine I, I don't care if you like. Yeah, you like what you like. Yeah, yours like are broken. You like. but you <laughs> Great, you could just put on a Led Zeppelin album and enjoy that also. <laughs> uh, but for but they cross a line when they're like, never heard of them, and you're like, what are you fucking saying? You literally yeah. dress like them. You you you're taking their fucking outfits even. Like it's fucking Did crazy. Melodies are the same. Some songs, Dude, yeah. It's nuts to and they claim you have no influence by them. Stop. Just you just have to own it. Almost as crazy as when Gnarls Barkley said that they weren't named after Charles Barkley. Bro, they, just, that, they, they, they just took random letters out of that. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing. At least with that, at least with, well, I mean, I guess maybe that's a Greta Van Fleet thing too, but I was going to say, at least with that, it might be a legal thing where they're like, if we say we we were inspired by Charles Barkley, we have to pay him. You know? Sure, sure, yeah. So maybe that's, maybe that's the little secret there, but yeah. Anyway, this guy Jeff Lieberman, he's seen these fucking movies. He's, he's seen the like, text chains. <laughs> yeah. It's in it's in this film. Yeah. It is. Um, but I also think that like we going back to what he said and what you were saying, I do think he was trying to make a thriller because I mean, I don't I don't know if the acting's good or not. I think it's fine. But the dramatic scenes are very dramatic. The end is very dramatic. And really, when you look at the pacing, it's kind of screwed up where the end is backloaded with a lot of the the action and stuff and the horror. 
yeah and the slashing and stuff um so it seems to me like like you mentioned the studio was coming into them while they were making it being like we got to make changes like you have to do this you have to do this you have to add these slasher elements while yeah. they're filming so it to me it seems like yeah like that that probably fucked up the pacing and then they were like because at the end you have 10 minutes left and then they're like oh by the way it's a full-on slasher for the next <laughs> fucking eight minutes Right. And, and, and we shit on studios a lot. Yeah. They're right in this fucking situation. Yes. Dude, imagine being like, hey, you know what the kids love? Deliverance, the movie with, with the dueling banjos. No, a movie just came out where there's tits and fucking blood and gore. And like, yeah. put that in your movie. That's like, I'm with the studio on it. That, that saved this movie a thousand percent. Oh, absolutely. So, that's that. They had a $1 million budget, which is pretty high. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that number. But I mean, what do they spend it on? <laughs> because it's not know. like the set design. I mean, they're outside. The, they're outside they're the entire time. Yeah. I don't think it's a million dollars. That might include inflation or something. They also had no box office uh, info. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yep, yep, you, yep. Met, you mentioned the acting. Uh, yeah. I thought. I'm not going to say the acting was good because it's like a bunch of pretty much a bunch of nobodies, but right. All of all of the characters. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think this is what made it work more than Madman, or is that like the minor characters I cared about more. They had, they were just more interesting oh. and, and they sold their parts more. Oh no, I I'm with you. I, that's what I was like trying to say. I was trying to say, like, I don't know whether the acting was good or not. It was just, it just existed. It was fine. I didn't pay any attention to it, which is a good thing. That is a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing when you're not noticing the acting. So I don't even know. I didn't, I didn't pay attention and was like, Oh, this is really good. Or this is really bad. Um, it was just kind of in that in between area. And it wasn't bad. Jack lemon's kid is in it. Yes. Chris lemon. Chris, yeah. Chris lemon, which is like, why and is our show always doing this? Why, why, why is it? We like have a 10 minute, Wait, wait, that was on the show, right? Oh, about, yeah. Oh, yeah. We the odd the odd or was that the live show? <laughs> was or that was last that... week? What was that? I don't know anymore. Honestly, I can't tell what's the chat, what's what's like in person, what's on the show, and what's on the live show. It's all different. But we talked about the odd couple for like 25 minutes. <laughs> Probably the show. But anyway, so Chris wait, Lennon yeah, is we talked this. about We talked about their... So we went through every fucking movie. Then we started going. I think it was the live. I think it was the live because I was like going through the filmographies of Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon. Um, I hope we just weren't recording. Just I mean, that's also possible. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think these are things are all possible. Anything's possible. We could have ended recording and just had a chat about the two greatest old actors of all time. Um. Yeah. And actually, yeah. really, when I think about this, the actors actually, while they are like kind of like nobody ish, they are working actors, though. So you had Chris Lemon, who really didn't do anything, but you have George Kennedy, who, yeah, post, you know, post, uh, what was it Dirty or, or uh, Cool Hand Luke, Spartacus, mm-hmm. yep. uh, he was in Alfred Hitchcock movies, then he's starring in stuff like this, and then he comes back with uh, the Naked Gun trilogy, yeah, yeah, using Gunsmoke, Bonanza. Cool Hand Luke, he won an Academy Award for. He's in Creep Show yeah. too. Uh, kind of underutilized in this film. Very underutilized and set up to be, you know, 
the point man and then just kind of randomly ran shows up and is just like hey remember me and then he leaves again <laughs> you're like what the fuck he really yeah he doesn't really serve much purpose he's also kind of an asshole in this movie uh i mean he is and he isn't like i i mean it in a loving way but also kind of not when we meet him he's he, he's going outside and he's like threatening to beat the shit out of his horse because it interrupted him taking care of fucking plants. <laughs> He's like, you fucking idiot. I'm going to fucking bust your ass. The, the horse is alerting him to a potential threat. There's a vehicle <laughs> coming to the fucking... <laughs> Good old Agatha. Yeah. Horse Agatha. And then later, And then later, he's like, finds out that the kids went up to the mountain and he's like, well, I probably should just let them die, but I guess I'll go find them. Hold on. I hope I wrote this down. So honestly, it would be your. Dude, there's a, there's a quote actually. that he said that was fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you keep looking for it. Um, oh, oh, okay. So, well, do you want me to say it to one? Yeah, no, just say it now. Okay. Just say it now, dude. He, a group of kids come, and he's being the biggest. He's a park ranger, right? Which yes. Is, who who's paying this guy? Like, how he nobody goes and visits that that area so what is the purpose of his job and as soon as the kids come who by the way one of them like owns the mountain now has like he, a deed. He, he has the deed to it and, and kennedy immediately is like well i wouldn't recommend going up there and like oh no we'll be fine we go camping all the time he's like well you're gonna fucking die and then and then uh, the kid shows him the deed and he says something that's that's like that deed won't mean nothing once you're dead gone and buried and he's just like being a huge mope like that yeah. and his exact quote that i wrote down is he concedes he says there's no campsite up there and the kids are finally like well we're going up there regardless and this exact quote is at least tell me where you're going so that when you don't come back i'll know how to fill out the report <laughs> jesus christ man <laughs> Oh, I love that. He is miserable. And he's miserable every fucking scene. And he's so... It's so funny because they don't listen to him and he goes up there and he does have to save their fucking ass. So Yeah, no, he was not wrong. I, he was totally correct. But also, again, yeah, he knew... Just follow them up and call the police. Yeah, like... You know there's fucking murderers up there. They've lived there for 50, 50 years. Do something. And we're actually... I'm just going to spoil the ending right now. At the end, at the end, he he shows back up at the end, and Warren, a character that we'll talk about soon, uh, is like, you knew about this. And he's like, no, I fucking didn't. It's like, what were you warning him about then? Why, why were you like, you're going to fucking die? And he's being serious. He's like, I had no fucking idea this was going on. No, he did say that, Sean. But then also he reveals a key, a like a key plot point. He's like, "Well, that's what happens when you breed with your own." You did not just deduct that in in your two minute conversation you had. So I have more information about that that I want to talk to you about because I don't think I think the Wikipedia was written by whoever wrote the script because there's details in the Wikipedia plot. Did you read the Wikipedia plot? No. There are extra details that are not in that fucking movie. And I was like, that is not a scene. So I'm, I'll read it to you at the end because it involves the ending of the movie. Okay. Um, but I'll, I'll read it to you then. But 
it's very similar to what you're saying where you're like how did this come about and it's it's a thing so i wanted to make sure i wasn't nuts so now i feel a lot better uh you got a young greg henry here which uh will blow your mind if you are guardians of the galaxy fan as he plays uh peter's fucking grandpa, grandpa jason quill um, and again, just an insane working hour actor, tons of movies, tons of TV. Um, yeah, Ralph Seymour, who was in uh, Killer Party, which we need to do. I fucking remembered that VHS cover vividly. Uh, maybe like a dorm days in September, do some dorm I like movies. It. Uh, back to Pee-wee, he's uh, w- w- what's the Pee-wee's rival's name in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Francis. One who's in Leprechaun. Fran- Francis. Judy's Francis is uh, Francis's sidekick in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, he was also in Meatballs too, and Rain Man. Oh, well then. Well, uh, yeah, maybe for the dorm days we could also throw on a PCU on DVD if I can find one at on a local town marketplace. <laughs> So I forgot about that. <laughs> there was a not that anyone gives a fuck, but I was on Facebook. I, I'm in part of like the town. Like every town has like a Facebook page, and for some reason there was a post on a Tuesday night in 2023. Somebody asking if anyone had a copy of PCU on DVD that they could have, and then the first response was <laughs> was a question of whether they wanted to keep it. Or borrow it from them. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? I didn't know what was more fucking absurd. The fucking request or the the person who had a copy and was like, listen, I really don't want to part with this forever. It's like responding immediately. Just be like, oh, so finally. (laughs) Finally, I could be of service to somebody. (laughs) I've been waiting all my life for this. (laughs) <laughs> fucking nuts pcu on dvd not blu-ray dvd um fucking crazy fucking <laughs> funny this was like this was honestly this was like three weeks ago for the yeah. <laughs> fucking blew my mind I, I honestly had to read it like four times before i sent it to joe and paul because i was like this can't be what they're asking right now pcu <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> do you think that's like for free somewhere well, yeah, I mean, listen, they could absolutely find it somewhere, but let's see, PCU streaming. I actually uh, I actually can't find it anywhere. <laughs> PCU is not available for streaming. Hey, listen, they might have had a point. <laughs> they did it. Just don't just don't watch the fucking movie. Asking asking strangers if you could borrow a, a, well, any that's... movie, <laughs> let alone PCU. <laughs> Asking a borrowed is so funny. <laughs> oh no, you could. Oh no, it's unavailable. Now, now it's going to be my quest to get PCU. All right. Well, the dude, the DVD is forty bucks huh? on Amazon. All right. Anyway, PCU. So Jeremy Piven shows up. Uh gutter is a tool. <laughs> Uh, so this movie is about a group of hikers who travel into the mountainous regions of Oregon. I did not know it took place in Oregon. Yeah. Um, inspired by Deliverance. Uh, I think it was originally supposed to take place in Tennessee. 
I think it had a name too. And the score, which is really fun, is uh, one of the early works of Brad Fidel, who uh, mm-hmm. went on to compose scores for Terminator and Fright Night, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, and and speaking of the score in this, I, I really liked it. And he did this thing that was like a high pitch whistle sound, which kind of played in with the, the, one of the guys had a fucking. What do you call those things? It's like like a, lo- a whistle you use if you're lost. Oh yeah, it's like a bear whistle. Yeah, well, it, it coincided with that because one of the bad guys gets one, and won't stop fucking blowing it. Uh, fucking, it reminded me of old ECW wrestling. It did, when you used to have to watch it at one a.m. and Bill Alfonso was blowing the fucking whistle <laughs> for a fucking thirty minute match, just blowing the fucking whistle. Dude, it's one a.m. Like I'm not even supposed to be up. I'm trying to watch ECW and he's. I have to turn the volume all the way fucking down not to wake up my family. That fucking idiot. Should have clubbed him to death. Fucking moron. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. They're wondering why they couldn't get a TV deal. Just listen to that for like fucking. And the matches were so long as it was RVD. So they're like 20 minute matches. (laughs) Unreal. Uh, so the original movie was actually called the Tennessee Mountain Murders, and then it was also called The Last Ritual. Really cool ideas with it, though. They kept the killer twins, but it was more heavily religious. Yeah. Um, there were some other changes with the end where Megan's death is uh, different, as in she doesn't or she does die because uh, she does not die in this movie. Um and then I love this though, as well as a climax involving Connie being forced to handle rattlesnakes by the inbred villains before becoming one of their wives. Oh, that's like, yeah, like that's that was like chilling. The main, the main plot point, like I, I was reading, it was supposed to be about a snake ritual, like they were sacrificing people to snakes. I kind of fucking love it though. Like that would have, I mean, did this movie like bug you out a little at all, or no? In terms of like like as a horror movie, did it yeah, like spooky, movie? spooky, scary? Um, no, but I do think there was a really effective scene in this movie that like took me by surprise. I've seen this once before. This is my first time watching it, but like really paying attention, I was like, "Damn, that scene in the water." Where's the? Fake I love out. that movie. I like, that is. Or I didn't see. That was like, dude. That is that's a great shot. It's like a Hall of Fame horror shot there. That's a crazy cool shot. I fucking loved that. I thought that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um. There, there, there was a few things, and honestly, I'll be honest. The twins. We talked about this body type thing, which is funny that we got two of these guys. Um, this body type, the big lumbering guys. They kind of didn't do that for me this time. They they didn't have the madman effect on me. I was like these fucking no. bozos. <laughs> No, Madman got that part right because Madman yes. was like he was just a force, you know. Yeah, these two reminded me of those two fucking guys from the, from from that uh, nothing but trouble. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're literally Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Like they're yeah. they're actually that. They're 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 two idiots that just fucking blow the whistles, t- take pictures. They're just they 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 don't have. And by the way, actually, let's think about this for a second the death of the last one sean is, is beyond idiotic <laughs> no it's so good it's so good that's the best part of the movie it's uh it is um but also to claim that you didn't see texas chainsaw massacre and these guys are based off fucking gutter hansen 
for sure. Because there is an element of um, somebody that is not smart and is a killer, an inbred killer, like Leatherface. You know, like Leatherface has some moments where you're like, it's like uneasy because you're like, he's acting like a child, kind of. Right. He's like got childlike innocence also where he's like laughing and stuff, but it's chilling. They really tried to emulate that with these guys, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work at all. So you didn't see this. I'm gonna fucking punch this guy in the face. Um, JK, JK. All right. Uh, we already talked about the uh, production with uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, we can get into the movie then. Did you talk about Mel, the one of the guys that we'll see right here in the opening scene? No. Mel and Batchel. Well, Mel. Mel is uh. Another summertime horror icon from Sleepaway Camp. He's the owner of Camp Arawak. Looks oh, does, and he plays TJ? Well, Sean, put me on the spot like that. <laughs> he plays, I'm calling him Mel. Mel. Mel's his name from uh, Sleepaway Camp. He plays Ty. Ty, that's what I meant, not TJ. Yeah, Ty, Ty, Ty. Oh, that makes... That's funny. That's funny, because... I would not have recognized them, but they are the same person for sure. For sure. He's just more clean cut and sleep away camp and a fucking creep. Dirty in this dirty way. shit in his hair. Honestly, it's distracting at one point when he meets the kids. <laughs> so much stuff in his hair. All he did was walk through the woods. He wasn't thrown. He wasn't in a tunnel. Just fucking that, walk. That's it. That's all it was. Um, so that is that. So that's Mel. Good old Mel. He'll be he's back and he opens up uh, the opening of this movie. A plus. Good. Yeah. Loved it. So we open up at this cabin in the woods, which actually isn't a cabin, it's a church. And the church, yeah. Church for all the people that live there. And they are we got two guys in there, they're being sacrilegious as hell. Um, but there's this terrifying moment where Ty, who we were just talking about, is at the altar fucking around. And he looks up through the hole in the ceiling because it's dilapidated. It's falling apart. And there's just a fucking guy on the roof staring at them. Yeah. That I was like, I've, I was already sold on the movie right there. I was like, that was fucking great. How creepy would that fucking be? Like, would there be anything scary? No, there would. Some guy having higher ground on you (laughs) and crazy enough to just be on the roof of a fucking falling apart building. That's that. That's the kicker, right? Like, you know, that person is not right, not there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy's gonna do something fucked up. Um, and he does. And, and, and Ty is drinking like while while he's like yes. behind the altar, he's just pounding a bottle straight. So, like, can you imagine being a little being toast strong. in the middle of nowhere and then seeing that? You're like, fuck. no, that would because you have yeah. Ooh, I hate that. Um. He goes outside to investigate, only to see that his car has been pushed down a hill where it fucking explodes. Um, and while this is happening, his friend uh, goes to help, but he is met by the killer who has a horrifying laugh. It, he's having an asthma attack. Like That is <laughs> not a laugh, dude. <laughs> and sometimes the laugh works, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the laugh, you're like, ooh, creepy. And then other times you're like, well, you just... Shut the fuck up. Like, Both those emotions happen in this very scene. When you yes. very, very, like, oh fuck, like this is unsettling. Yeah. And it doesn't stop. And you're like, <laughs> oh, my God. 
Shut the fuck And he stabs him with the largest knife I think I've ever seen. And somehow stabs him through his asshole. He stabs him in the dick. He goes, <laughs> right goes out his asshole. It's nuts. I've never seen anything like that. It was so the, weird. The opening scene. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and Ty gets away through the woods. Um, and we'll see him again soon. Well, Sean, Sean, you can't, I can't, I can't gloss over this part where Mel, he, he just saw his truck explode. Like you said, yeah. his friend gets stabbed in the dick. The killer, like he's not hidden. The killer comes out of the doorway and Ty is staring at him and he goes, Batchel, hey, hey, Ty, that guy is 600 pounds heavier and like eight feet taller than Batchel. Of course, it's not fucking Batchel. The guy's standing there. <laughs> and that's not the only time that will happen. <laughs> Later on, one of the kids is like, Jonathan, thinking it's his friend, a very slender blonde man, fit blonde man. He, and the kid is supposed to be like blind. He can't see without his glasses. And even the blurred vision that we see, the guy's fucking not Enormous, his dude. friend. <laughs> it's not fucking Jonathan, you fucking idiot. Fucking unreal. He's, silly. He's blocking out the sun. Like it's... <laughs> that made me laugh a lot when Ty said that. Because Ty is like, he's only like 10 feet away from him, too. At least Ty was drunk. I, I still, no. <laughs> Um. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. That is good, though. Um. So Ty gets away through the woods. We then meet our college kids rocking out to Blondie. There is um, no way, no way they secured the rights to Heart of Glass. That's that, or where that's what the one million dollars went to. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> right. Uh, especially at that time, that's crazy that they had that in there. Um. Yeah, so they're driving around taking pictures of all these kids that are like hiding in broken down cars. Which I thought there would be more people living there, but they're not. It's just one family, I guess. Well, they're the same people that we meet later on. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they end up hitting a deer that runs away. Uh, Warren goes to check on it. He sees some weirdness in the woods, so he like splits and comes back and is just like yeah deer's fine survived it's all good ran away uh that's when they run into george kennedy playing roy mclean the uh forest park ranger park ranger yep park ranger uh who as i mentioned threatens to beat up his horse uh for making him leave his plants inside that he was working on claiming he was performing surgery on them. Um, so George Kennedy tells them that they shouldn't camp as we mentioned um, and that he's not going to help them uh, if something happens because it's so dangerous. Well, fun fact, George will go up there almost immediately after they go up there to, to go help them, even though he does, he's, there's no signs of danger whatsoever. Uh, he just decides to go check. He has a, he has a hunch. <laughs> he has a hunch. Uh, even though he does not know about them, but also does know everything about them. So that's a thing. Yeah. And, oh, fuck me. I try not to do that. 
and as we mentioned before, Warren is the our our lead here, and he's the one with the deed to the property, which he loves to show people. Loves to show the locals who like clearly don't give a fuck about whether you have a deed or not. Nobody gives a your life. I remember when I got one for my house, I was like, oh shit, this thing is real. Like <laughs> stupid fucking things in cartoons are real. <laughs> like, yeah, give me the like, deed to your house. Yeah, the, the, the scroll that you Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I wonder if I could get mine put on a scroll. I might have to look into that. Bring Dude, we should sell scrolls on our website. All right, you do a horror show scrolls for, yeah. for your deeds. It'll just... <laughs> I'll finance that. Let's Put go. your Let's... deeds into the scroll, custom made. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny as fuck. Um, deeds or not deeds? Scrolls are kind of sick if you think about it. What a space saver! Yeah, dude. For paper, they were that was pretty. That's pretty genius. I don't know why we got rid of them. Why, why, why we went like, away? You just read it by you could because you could put a a big book in there, a and big you one. Keep twisting it. Yeah. Now you need to, or you, you not digital, but but now, but now you have like three re- binders. The fuck out of here. What <laughs> Nothing is more badass than rolling up to a situation and just <laughs> opening a scroll in somebody's face. <laughs> You know what? That's fucking sick. Uh, bring back scrolls. That's yeah. that's my new that's my new motto. Uh, so anyway, uh, where where was I? Uh, they they finally make it um, up to the the woods. Uh, they keep seeing things in the woods. The one thing that I will say is, you see a lot of these these twins during the movie they're they're always sneaking around um and i really liked it i like that you could see them a lot like they're just always in the background of shots yeah. I, I just dug that um so ty as they're driving bursts out of the woods screaming which is a great jump scare i that actually scared the fucking shit out of me that scared the shit out of me because they stand there looking in the woods for so long like thinking you're going to see a twin and you're like, well, we're not going to see one right now. And then they turn. And then as soon as they do fucking tie fucking flies out of there being like, yeah. it's so great. And to your point of always seeing these twins in the background, it just makes you so uneasy the entire yes. time. You know, they're there and they're going to come out eventually. They really only fuck it up. Once these idiots start laughing and behaving when, when they're just menacing in the woods, it's fucking great. Yeah. No doubt. So our crew is talking to Ty, who tells them about these demons in the woods, and the crew kind of wrestles with whether they should bring them or not, because they're like, well, we're going up, so you can come up with us. And he's like, I'm not fucking going up. And they're like, well, pounce <laughs> And they leave them there. Uh, and as the van drives away, there's a fucking twin on the... F- and by the way, we don't know that they're twins yet, so sorry about that, but... There's a fucking twin on the van. On the van. It's fucking amazing. And Ty just sits there fucking cackling. Laughing his nuts off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Laughing his balls off. That that was a scene. Yeah. That was a scene. I I loved it too. 
Um, and then at, and then we cut into the van and as they're driving up and you see the fucking idiot trying to climb up the van. Like in the background, it's not the focus of the scene. Like it's just like the kids talking, you just see his fucking feet. Like yeah, you have to like be paying attention. Yes. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Um Warren and Jonathan, uh, they get to the campsite. Um, they set up. Warren and Jonathan go out to try and find some supplies, which is weird because you literally just drove up to the fucking mountain. I feel like you should have done should this have. before. Yeah. And where are you going? And why couldn't we have gone there for help at any point? But that's fine. <laughs> so Daniel's left at the campsite with our two gals, Connie and Megan. Connie is dating Warren. I've never been. See, here's the thing. This is, I think this is the sign of a good movie. If you know the characters fucking names and their relationship to each other, you've done something. Okay. If yeah. I have literally no idea any of their names because they're all interchangeable. They're all the same person. Dude, the end of Mad Men when we were arguing about who was who, that should not happen. <laughs> I, I do agree. And that's what we said that <laughs> earlier in this episode. Like, you know, you care more about these characters. Yes. And, and there's not a ton of them. They, they did five. It's fucking perfect. It's two couples and one weird blind guy. Yeah, and unlike Madman, one of them is not hiding in the bushes watching the other ones just be dragged dragged to their death the entire movie. <laughs> like and they also aren't identical to each other. Like physically, appearance-wise, where you're like, who is that? Uh, so Daniel's left with the girls, and they see a person in the woods. And they really sell that it's the killer here, but it is just Warren and Jonathan. Um but they really sell it. They, they did a good job with the red herrings in this, where you could not tell whether you were going to get a twin or or a, just one of the regular characters. Uh, Connie's mad about it, rightfully so. Uh, they're playing out by the waterfall when they hear a woman singing like a fucking siren song. Yeah. So they go to check it out, and they see this woman who runs away. And we also see our killer is still stalking them out in the woods, just watching their every move. And that woman singing will come into play. Yeah. Um, our hike continues going over those insane <laughs> bridges. Uh, I love this about hiking movies. These fucking bridges that do these exist in real life. Uh, I hope not. Fucking actually, bridges. I've, I've never seen one. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't spend a lot of time in the woods, though. So. Hey, listen, I've walked a lot of trails. I've not seen one, seen one either. We got some mountains up here, too. We do. I've hiked, I've, I've hiked Sleeping Giant uh, my whole life. The, the one by Paul's house. I've never seen a bridge like that. In my life. No, it's fucking insane. It, it, it's just a fucking public liability. What are you? Everyone would sue the state. Are you kidding me? Like three ropes with like that's all this was. It was three fucking ropes. You just hold on to two with your hands and then walk on the other one. Yeah, who's building that? I don't know. Who puts that up and is like, hey, it was grand opening of the fucking bridge on the mountain today. Everyone shows up and is like, no, no, no. Take that down. And if I did, if I did come across one in the woods, you'd have to pay you'd have to venom me to, to even put a foot on it. You wouldn't. I would not go. I would. I would not go. That would be the end of the line for me. <laughs> um, but they they do go over it, and that bridge will come into play, which is why they show it here. 
Uh, but this leads us to a exactly stadium. for the reasons why we're alluding to. Yes, it's a terrible fucking idea. Um, we go to a a skinny dipping frolicking session with uh, Jonathan and Megan, uh, and we see our killer stalking them again. And Jonathan plays a prank on her where he goes underwater and doesn't come up, and then floats and looks like he's dead and. I don't even know if it was supposed to be a red herring, but it, it still is pretty effective where, because we have, we were watching the killer stalk them and suddenly Jonathan's floating. Right. But Jonathan is just faking it. But then it happens again. Jonathan goes underwater. And for 18 minutes, as uh, he like tickles, uh, is it Megan? Tickles like Megan's feet and legs and Megan's like, stop, stop, stop. Megan turns and looks, and Jonathan's on the other side of the fucking waving lake, to her, waving like, "Hey, honey!" <laughs> and she it. screams, leaves, and uh, amazing scene. Yeah, this is what we were talking about before. That you know, that's great. All-time horror scene. Oh, but this only- is this is the one you were talking about. Yeah, this is the shot that I. That oh, I, I thought love. you were talking about the waterfall one. Waterfall one's great too. I fucking love that. I fucking love that waterfall one. No, but this this scene, like this is I, good. I love, no, this I is amazing. Like like you say, they they did it. We thought maybe you know maybe something happened to him, but he's just playing a prank. He does it again. We watch his hand come up and just grope the shit out of her. Yeah, it cuts, and the guy has swam the swam the shore. Yeah, it's so fucking good. It's really fucking good, and and. and Really, it sets you up where you're like, oh, they got Jonathan the second time. That'll, like, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. it's not that. It's not that at all. So The only problem I have with that is if that happened to anybody w- with a functioning brain, uh, <laughs> they would they would leave, right? Me- Megan yeah. is sh- at the campfire later on that day. Correct. I'd be catatonic. What just happened to me? I would be too. You're correct. You're correct. That is fucking nuts. But also, <laughs> and you said like he went underwater this time for like 18 minutes. I thought that while the hand was groping, because you don't know, like as the viewer, you don't know that it's not Jonathan. You're like, how right. long is this guy holding his breath for? Like he's rubbing his hands up and down or <laughs> Dude, it takes so long but then but then it disappears so the guy didn't come up for air just swam away when she noticed jonathan was at the shore like we don't see we don't those see those those twins got gills maybe this is yeah. the inbreeding led to the first uh water world guy there you go kevin costner is a descendant of the fucking what, what, what were the names of the twins? Buffingtons, the Buffingtons from Malibu Express. From the Buffington twins. That's where uh, Kay Costner got his gills from. I love that. Um, back at the Forest Ranger, Ty, the guy from the opening scene, is talking to him and is like, Oh, so I guess the Forest Ranger did have a reason to go out there because Ty is like, yeah, I saw demons, and he killed my friend, and now he's going to kill those kids. And I tried to tell them, but they didn't listen to me. And now the Forest Ranger's like, God damn it. Now. <laughs> and by the way, 
Ty, who's very drunk, is also telling the truth 100% here. So it's so funny because the Rangers like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like, it almost, almost has to check because of just because he has to at this point. That was that's what I was gonna say. Like Ty is awesome because yeah, he's fucking hammered, but everything he's saying is true. But George Kennedy like sells us because the expression yeah. and like the way that he's answering is just like like you just said. It's like there's no way. Like the character you can tell the character's thinking, like, there's no way this drunk idiot is telling me the truth. <laughs> but like I have to, on like the very, very off chance that he might be. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have to do something about it. And, and this is when uh George Kennedy is like I told those kids not to go up. I have no reason to go save them. Uh, and he's like, but I guess I might have to. I'm like, dude, <laughs> fucking jerk. <laughs> I think what I think the way he even says it is like, I should let them suffer the consequences, which is yeah. crazy. That is a crazy, crazy thing to say. Do your fucking job, George. Guess what? Your 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 job isn't fucking. Taking care of plants. Um, uh, Jonathan meets that girl who we learned name is Mary, uh, the siren, the 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 wood elf. Um, what, what's her full name? It's something idiotic. It's Mary's Mary, Mary Cat Logan. Look, why why is that even in the movie? Like why? It's fucking insane. I mean, I know they're the Logans. Like we're supposed to care more about that. That's the other thing. They did not build up those that group enough. That's one thing that's kind of fucked up in it is these twins and this family. It's just it's just not there. It's it's not fleshed out enough. Where but they again, if you read the Wikipedia, like you said, she's got this giant name. You don't even I don't really think anyone calls her Mary in it. She when when she meets uh, who's the character? Is it, is it Jonathan here? Yeah, she's like I oh, saw she you says it. and she says Mary Cat Logan. Oh, uh, okay. Did you like what you saw? He's like, did your sister? Yeah, Jonathan's a fucking creep. Jonathan, ha- Jonathan has a girlfriend. This girl looks underage, and is like, "Do you like my fucking nuts while I was skinny dipping?" <laughs> and then the girl's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Ew, gross! Don't say <laughs> that." And then she kisses him, and he's like, "Whoa." Take it easy. It's like, hey, man, what the fuck? <laughs> what kind of game are you playing here, buddy? Um, oh, but she tells us that uh, Paul I hates everyone. I, Paul, yeah, Paul. yeah. I was like, she's saying Paul, and it kind of pissed me off. But yeah, Paul, or Paul hates everyone. But I think this kind of sets up the ending because he's like, that's he's like, did your sister like that? And she's like, she's very uneasy, and she's like, no, that's. My mom. Which okay, wait. Find so out at the end. Wait, when do you find that out? Which part? What you're about to say. Actually, just save it. Let's just save it. We'll come back okay. to it because this is. Well, the thing I, I know. Okay, dude, you find it out. You find it out when nobody is on screen, and and the dude, George Kennedy leaves the house, and all you see is the silhouette of the house, and you hear somebody get slapped, and they like explain the entire plot line of the family. Okay, okay, I heard that part. Okay, all right, we'll get to it then. Okay, okay, cool. Yes, that does have. Oh, that is a good again. Like that's kind of buried though, but that is a good fucking clue as to that of that happening. And I feel like editing probably fucked that up. But yeah, that's 
that is a foreshadow of what we'll find out later ish kind of um yeah because she says that's her mom even though this guy's mistaking it for her sister um so anyway she runs um away jonathan chases they get to that weird bridge um where she stops runs in the opposite direction and jonathan's like what it's so fucking easy and then like goes across it and sure enough our killer twin is there he cuts the ropes also cuts his arm um yes and uh the bridge drops dropping jonathan into the lake but he has a bear whistle so he's blowing that and our killer's just laughing annoying as fuck um but he 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 survives that fall um and tries climbing up which is a struggle for him which makes sense um and when he gets to the top the killer just fucking boot to the fucking forehead. Not even a kick, just a fucking push. And fucking, fucking Jonathan falls to his death. The weird fucking. You were talking about the waterfall? No, the next one where he comes okay. over the edge while they're making out. Yes. Okay. That that was sick. Um. So Jonathan's dead. Uh. While this is happening, Dan who always looks blind and I didn't know if he really was blind or not. I, I, I guess partially is taking pictures fucking Stevie wonder style with the fucking camera backwards, <laughs> but he stumbles upon an old church. Um, when Megan shows up, um, before he can really do anything or see anything, because as we know, Ty's pal is dead in there while that's going on. Connie and Warren are, uh, making out next to a waterfall. So you can't hear shit, dude. They're talking, and all you hear is just fucking the loudest fucking water. Just mic'd up the fucking waterfall. Um, and then this is they're making out, and the waterfall's behind them. It's this beautiful scene, and then you just as they're making out, you just see fucking Jonathan's bloody fucking corpse come over the edge of the fucking waterfall and land right next to him. It's fucking amazing. It's so fucking good. So fucking body just. It's an amazing way to find your friend. Um, it's so good. And Warren starts performing the most disgusting, realistic form of CPR I've ever seen in my life in a, in a movie. I've never seen anything like it. I, I truly have never seen anything like that in my life. He, he also like kept his fingers in the guy's mouth while he was doing it. It was so fucking weird. Yeah, you saying that. That is like, if you're not CPR trained, it's probably gonna look like that. Just a fucking disgusting mess. Like you don't know what you're doing. Dude, put like two fingers in the guy's fucking mouth, and he's just like open, like wide mouth, like like no chest compressions. It's fucking wild. Um, but he's dead, and Connie is immediately like he was murdered, which she has nothing to base that on. But that's fine. And, and she bases it on that his whistle's gone. She like his whistle's gone. Well, he fell off a waterfall. Well, dude, it's so funny because like Warren's like, I'm pretty sure he fell off that fucking shitty bridge. <laughs> Which of course that's what you would think. Um anyway, back in the woods, Dan is taking fucking pictures of Megan pretending to be dead or something. I don't know. He realizes he lost his glasses and him and Megan start fucking around trying to piss Jonathan off. 
And then Jonathan's his brother. Jonathan's his brother. And then, and then their idea of a prank is like, hey, what if we like make out while Jonathan's walking by? <laughs> Get him real good. Classic <laughs> prank. <laughs> uh, so they do that, except it's not fucking Jonathan. And it doesn't even look like Jonathan. It's one of the twins. Carrying a giant. Like like you mentioned in the beginning, we know this guy can't see, but we see it from his point of view. And you can very clearly see it as somebody large and has a weapon. And even from far away. Yeah, and he walks straight up to Dan and just fucking kills the shit. (laughs) (laughs) This guy doesn't play. Dude just fucking sticks that blade straight through his fucking guts. Um, Megan runs into the church, discovers the other dead guy. She's hiding in the pews, but then immediately gets out because she's looking at the killer outside and then realizes this is when we learn there are twins and one is already inside. So he sees her leave the pews and she is dead. Yes. And one of them takes her picture. Yeah, they all take something from the people they kill. They they they're collecting like shirts and cameras and shit. It's fucking insane. Um, so we're just down to Warren and Carrie, our main couple. Yeah. Now. Everyone else is fucking dead, and of course, our park ranger who's just shows up from time to time. <laughs> Miserable. Um. All right. Sorry, I'm yawning. It's late. Um, so Warren and Connie run back because they found Jonathan. They run back to the camp to tell Dan and Megan, Dan and Megan are missing. Carrie is like, they're fucking dead. And Warren, which again, like, take it easy, Carrie. Like, usually I side with the people that are like saying the obvious, but like really in that scene, you'd just be like. God, I hope they're not. <laughs> I hope they're just in the woods. There's no reason for her to come pick these. <laughs> no. Even, even like you said, the corpse that they found. There's no yeah. reason to think he didn't just have a terrible accident. Correct. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Other than other than taking the drunk guy's word that came running out of the woods. You know? Well, yeah, I guess that's what she's basing it on. Because later she's like, what about those demons? And Warren's like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> Which, again... Kind of how I would react. Yeah, like, I so friend die and everyone else was missing, and then the one person that is still around is just talking about demons. I, fuck, are you saying to me right now? Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to that drunk guy. So they go. They end up going to the Buffington's house, talk to them about what's going on, and the Buffingtons want nothing to do with them. So like, get the fuck out of here. You're dragging evil around get lost and that's it so then warren's like okay i'm gonna go to jonathan again because jonathan has the keys to the car i'm gonna go get him from jonathan's pocket goes to get him doesn't get him but does find jonathan propped up wearing dan's glasses which is just a weird touch for this scene <laughs> and i'm not sure like i guess it was supposed to alert warren to the fact that he, they were probably murdered yeah, and that Dan's gone. Well, on that too, I guess. Oh yeah, I guess that too. Which makes it even weirder because later Warren is like, "They're still alive. Don't worry." I mean, Warren, Warren is useless. Warren is Warren? such a fucking useless, like idiot. 
Yes. I can't believe I paused to come up with that uh, adjective for him. But yeah, he's a useless idiot. And uh, the Connie is great. Connie is a great final person. Dude, I was about to say that. Connie is an all-star in this fucking movie and should have gotten a little more seen. Man, I wish I could go back in time and just help them make this fucking movie because I feel like they're so close to fucking gold. Even with Connie, just Connie should be iconic. And Connie she, could be an icon. Connie, yes. yes. Dude, Connie could be an icon. That, dude, that, that look that she gives at the end when she comes face-to-face with uh, Mary again. Yes. She is... She's fucking good. Yeah. She's fucking good. Um, Roy the Ranger then shows up to the Buffington house. Uh, I love how you call him the Buffington. <laughs> and from now on, the Buffingtons are just every hillbilly family. <laughs> uh, the Buffingtons. Um, so he goes, he goes there and he's like, hey, have you seen these kids? And Mary runs out of the house and is like, yeah, we saw the kids. And Paul's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then it's like, no, we didn't see any kids. So she's fucking lost her mind. <laughs> yeah, Roy's like, well, she just said she saw the kids. And he's like, she ain't seen nothing. And Roy's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, no follow-up. <laughs> he fucking leaves. <laughs> he fucking leaves. <laughs> Uh, he leaves and then we get the scene that we were kind of talking about earlier where inside we hear them beating the shit out of Mary and being like I forget exactly what they say but they're like they're like don't tell on your don't ever go against the family yeah like don't ever go against the family and she says something about well they're demons and one of the, you know, the dad or the, the mom says well it's not our fault that demons were born into our family. And they reveal here that the, the fuck, I'm confusing myself. The mom who's really, the, we find out is really the sister. And also but the do mom. they say this here? They say that here. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they also reveal here that the real mother died during childbirth, giving birth to the twins. I don't think that happens. Yeah, dude, yes, it does. Yes, it does. I must have fucking missed it then because that's the thing I wrote down from Wikipedia. So yes, um, it says um, Roy goes out on his horse to find the teens and comes across Mary's family. They tell him that the twins were actually their own, right? Okay. I got that. And their mother died during childbirth. Did not hear that. So he raped his daughter and had Mary. So it is Mary's sister. Mary has a sister who is also her mother. The only so I don't remember them explicitly saying that he rapes the sister and gave birth to Mary. But the other part, yes, they talk about the mom dying for the other two. They reveal that the other two are uh her brothers. Right. So she's a demon too. And then at the end George Kennedy is like, this is what happens when you sleep with your own. Right. Okay. I just didn't realize that they said all that detail. I, Cause I was reading that Wikipedia. I read that Wikipedia first before the scene, saw the scene, rewound the scene. And so, I was like, I don't think they said anything, but I might, I might've missed it. Um, which is very likely by the way. So I'm not, I'm not I have it up. I don't, no, I don't care that much. It's fine. <laughs> 
fuck do I care? I mean, it makes sense. I just wish, again, I wish it wasn't a crammed in scene. I like, I kind of wish that they gave this movie a little more time to flesh out the fuck it, this weird ass family. For the listeners, George Kennedy rides away on his horse at the at the one hour eleven minute sixteen second mark, and then the camera just pans onto the window. Wait, do you hear? I'll play. I'll play. I'll play. But dude, I just want to say all that information is revealed in the next thirty seconds. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So, 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 <laughs> say that it's crammed because she runs out of the house at yeah, one hour eleven minutes and, and forty seconds. <laughs> That's actually funny as fuck. <laughs> but don't play it. It's no, I'm not. I'm not for thirty seconds. I'm not. But yeah, I mean, it, they say all because because in Sean's defense, like none of that makes sense and. The girl get you hear a slap and it's just like a commotion like you would hear after somebody yes it's like ah, and it's like three people talking at the same time mm-hmm. they, like cram those key points in yeah should have been fleshed out it's a it's a good fucking idea I I mean I like the idea it's it's a cool there's idea a be- yeah there's a better way to tell the viewer right okay well the ranger leaves and then the daughter flees the home after revealing everything <laughs> meanwhile. Sometimes I just change the characters' names halfway through my notes. What is the main character? Connie. Warren and Connie? Constance? Hey, fun fact. It's Connie. I went Carrie at one point, and then I went to Chrissy. So. (laughs) So much for my theory of remembering people's names. It was a good movie. Um, Connie. Here's Jonathan's whistle. So just a reminder, Warren's gone. He went to go get the keys. Connie's at the fucking camp by herself. And Roy, the ranger, is trying to get up to the camp right now. Connie is sitting there by herself and starts hearing Jonathan's fucking bear whistle, which great scene. That's terrifying. That's scary. That's scary as fuck. Until the brother just comes out of the woods and is like, Woo! and just like sits right next to her, and she just fucking runs away. And he's like, Woo! an idiot. Um, I even wrote right there actually in my notes. I can't tell if these guys are creepy or not. Like they sort of are, but then they're not. It just they kill it. They just absolutely kill anything that they do. Um, she ends up climbing a tree. Which I guess these guys can't do, which makes sense, and it's kind of a cool idea. Wait, Sean, I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. I'm, I pulled up the Wikipedia. Is it saying? Am I reading this? Because I'm reading this as you're talking. Is it saying that they told Roy the Ranger? That's plot? what I thought too. Yes, that's why I'm saying. They I tell think... him that the twins are actually their. No, own. if you read it, if you read it. <laughs> Roy, Roy goes out goes... Course to find the teens and comes across Mary's family. They tell him, "Oh that yes, they're actually their own, and their mother yes. died." That did that that absolutely... that did not happen. No, yeah. no, that scene did not happen. So that's not kind of right. Yeah, no, I know it's fucking weird. But then again, he knows later know that at the end. Maybe something was cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. But again, that's what I'm saying. I think the writer wrote the fucking plot. 
like to make <laughs> it make sense. Did you read that? You'd be like, yeah, it's fucking good, man. Good job. Did we talk about this when we did? Because we did Aquanoids, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about when Aquanoids came out? Every comment on IMDb's on the IMDb message board for the Aquanoid page was done by the director who did not change his name or his email address. And everything was just talking about how good the movie was, like asking himself questions, giving like real in-detailed facts about it. I I do not remember that, but that's fucking incredible. So it does happen. It's, it's out there. Of course. It, dude, I mean, look at the look at fucking KD in basketball. That's right. Going on Twitter under a fake name and being like, Katie's the fucking greatest of all time. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that is... it's It happens. Yeah, but that did not happen. So, uh, But yeah, they scared Connie away with the, the dog whistle. Yeah. Yeah. So, But she doesn't go away. She just sits there. Oh no, she scared her away because they yeah they walk up to her. That's right. Um, so she climbs a tree. Pretty good idea. He starts trying to chop it down, which I was like, that's the silliest fucking thing I've ever seen. That's so silly. Hey, guess also- what? Hey, guess what? He fucking chops the fucking tree down. <laughs> out there for three days chopping down a tree with a fucking with a fucking little sword thing, fucking knife. Fucking unreal. Chops the tree down. And a great honestly, like I don't want to say it's like a great scene, but it's like a it's a cool stunt to have this woman fall. A tree falls with a human being on it, and the tree falls on them as they land on the ground. I don't know if I've ever seen that before in a fucking movie. I fucking loved it. And she gets up and fucking runs. Yeah. I kind of fucking love it. But at this point, the twin is just torturing her. Um, she's hurt from falling out of a tree. Um, and he's like spanking her with his fucking knife and just slowly chasing her. And then he's got her dead to rights. He's about to kill her. And then our boy Roy shows up, baby. Blows his fucking guy away. He does. And I guess it makes sense that they don't know there's two of them, right? Connie doesn't know there's two of them at this point. Well, no, I think they do know this. Well, Connie doesn't know that there's two. No. Oh, fuck. Uh, oh, well, let's no, give they don't. No one knows that there's two. If we give someone the benefit of the doubt that they know there's two, they, they fucked up royalty royally because correct. Because Ranger Roy just fucking leaves. He's done. He's he's like job done. They commits murder and leaves two people there. <laughs> this is actually the the biggest problem I have in the movie is this next scene, which is they kill the br- they kill one of the twins. Connie survives. Warren is shooken more shook than anyone's ever been shook before. He's like, oh, honey, uh, he he's devastated. This woman just got fucking just fell out of a tree. Warren's murder. Stopping. Sobbing, he's so- dude. He's sobbing he from here on out. <laughs> I won't stop fucking crying. <laughs> it's actually kind of crazy. It's the most realistic portrayal of probably what would happen. I, I think I would be Warren. I think I would just be crying. Like, 
that you go through this, I think I would just be crying. I agree. It is because I actually wholeheartedly agree, Sean, because there is one person who's like the events of everything that has happened, you would just be so emotional that you would cry. And then there's Connie who had like fight or flight kick in. It is just so hardened right now. Like her right. up in that she's just like, I like I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to fucking go to war, right? Yeah. So, it is the two extremes, and I do think it's very realistic of what would happen. Yeah, I agree. And Roy pulls him aside and is like, hey, you guys have to leave the fucking mountain. I'm going to send somebody up for your friend's bodies. And Warren's like, they're not dead. And Roy's like, all right, man, just get the fuck out of my face. But also, Roy, like, welcome to the fucking camp. Get down. Like, <laughs> Yes, dude, it's fucking crazy. You have a gun. You have a gun. And instead, he says he sends Connie and Warren out to go pack their shit by themselves in the woods in the middle of the night. Just get down the hill. Get your shit in the morning. He also, like, he knows these people were related to the other family that he just saw. Yeah. He made a comment about that. Correct. So he knows that family still lives there. Yeah. It's still in the woods. And he's just like, well, my work here is done. You <laughs> I just killed one of their kin, and I'll just leave you here. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, is there anything that you would return for? Like, oh my god, my $20 tent. I better fucking go back and get it. <laughs> I would change my identity. Dude, I, the car is staying. I don't need the car anymore. I'll buy a new fucking car. I would ride on, on Agatha. Like, I would file an insurance claim. It got stolen. It's gone. I, I dude, I think you could just file an insurance claim, like on everything. It, all my friends were murdered. So they got murdered. <laughs> Left, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Warren goes up there to pack up his fucking cans of beans and shit. Gotta <laughs> make sure he gets all seven dollars worth of his shit. <laughs> pack it up. And by the way, Warren at this point is kind of like, is kind of like, I don't think we should leave. Well, we paid. He's like, I don't know. He He's questioning the decision to, to, to leave, which is insane. That's nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, But then he starts hearing weird shit in the woods, and then it's like, uh, pack your shit. We got to go. Um, but it's too late. They are confronted by the other brother, who immediately stabs Warren in the fucking guts. Um, he then tries to bear hug Connie to death. Yeah. Almost works. Yeah. Almost gets her. Um, should have worked. Should have worked. Should have worked. Until Connie performs a maneuver. <laughs> it's, it's not good. That goes down in the history books. It's fucking not good because it's fucking perfect, Joe. This is what you're supposed to do when, like, a mountain lion attacks you and, and you're in the woods. About this, and you finger its asshole. This, no, there's different. No, that's a dog. Oh, no, the mountain lion gets ass finger blasted too. Dude, you don't shove you, for the same reason why I'm going to argue against this. You would never shove your fist down the mountain lion's throat because it has big pointy teeth. It's just going to pop your arm. No, no, because if you get to your elbow. They can't fucking, they don't have the pressure to bite. Yeah, but dude. You have to go straight down like Connie did. And then they can't even bite. They can't fucking bite. They don't have enough room to like 
You need room. Lion is attacking you. You're not fucking. You're not getting that shot in. Dude, you're not. You're not. Bring me into the fucking woods. Bring me into the fucking woods. I mean, somebody that successfully fisted a mountain lion's mouth during an attack. It got their fist so far down before it was able to chop their hand off that it it stopped their their jaw mandible reflex. Boom! Right in the fucking. No, no, there's no way. There's. For those not on video, we're trying it. And, uh, we're trying. There's just no way. This, dude, <laughs> their mouth, dude, its mouth would have to be you get a clean shot because, yeah, like, like to, I'll let you punch me in the mouth. I'll, <laughs> like, I'll hold my mouth open. You're, it's not, it's not, you're gonna, is you got your, your aim would have to be so perfect. I'm getting so flustered trying to think of the physics of this. Dude, <laughs> the the mouth line would have its mouth would have to be wide open and just standing still for you to shove your arm down to your elbow it's just impossible don't you wish we, there was like some way to like ex- try it like like I some just, sort of machine that we could go into and just like fucking try it and like how many takes it would how many times it would take before you got it i'm gonna dedicate the rest of my life to developing a mechanical model i wish i wish i could find out Maybe there's a video of it. Who knows? The internet's a weird place. I'm going to go to rotten.com. Well, point being, after that entire argument, I still think there would be a better chance of doing that to a mountain lion than there would be. (laughs) Well, a human mouth is fucking not (laughs) that big. Anyway, forget it. This scene fucking rules. Connie shoves her fucking... Connie goes elbow fucking deep in this guy's fucking mouth. uh, Just suffocating him. Fucking kills him. (laughs) That is what happens. Fucking yeah, brilliant. I feel like he could have just, you know, pushed her off. A little I don't know bit. if you're doing anything with a fist down your throat. Listen. Oh. <laughs> you, you would push away. The, the guy... Whatever. Fine. It happens. <laughs> it, it's There's no point arguing it. They already made their decision. <laughs> they already put it in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, yeah. They do all of this in the, like the last ten minutes. This is why I was like, I was like, you guys could have spread this out. <laughs> but I do think it was an editing issue. I don't think it was a di- like a creative decision <laughs> to make all of this happen in the last fucking seven minutes. <laughs> um, they think they survive, but they hear something in the woods, and it's Mary who shows up. Uh, and then immediately runs away, which so I did not quite understand that. Yeah, was I supposed to get something out of that? I didn't. Okay. Other than Warren, Warren was still crying. The guy came to die. Just Warren is crying in Connie's arms, just crying. He can't, did you say he can't even die? Yeah, he said he was stabbed. Still crying. And Connie's just fucking hard as rock, man. Connie's just like standing there, like you, you fucking pussy, <laughs> you pathetic <laughs> asshole. Uh, she definitely got the ick after this for sure. She's like this fucking guy can't even beat a Buffington brother. I just shoved my fucking arm down his throat, <laughs> and that, and and then it. It ends. It ends with us listening to Warren sob. Yeah. 
Incredible. That's just how the movie fucking ends. That's to the sky and that's it, man. That's it. That is just before dawn, your fucking hiking merit badge. Congratulations, everyone. This movie was a tough one to find. It is not really streaming anywhere. You could probably find it on YouTube is my guess. Um, although I had trouble finding it there. I will uh, I will put a link on our Patreon page to who knows where. But maybe if you click it, the movie will appear. I don't know. It's good. Watch this movie. Watch this movie. It's so worth it. Oh my gosh. It 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 is a fun summer movie. Yeah. I, and should be in the vein of all the early slashers, in my opinion. Or vein. Should be in the same conversation as those early slashers. Yeah. Uh, 81. I mean, what more do you want? Early shit, man. Uh, so that's that. Next week. Flesh Eating Mothers, nineteen eighty nine. Okay, nice. that'll be fun. That'll be fun. A little change of pace. And then uh, Friday, August eighteenth, we have our live show. Uh, I'm excited for another Friday one. We're doing Deep Blue Sea, which will be a really good one. So get ready for that. And then uh, we'll have one more episode in August. Don't know what that's going to be yet. And then uh, we'll move on to September, do some dorm themed or some uh, college themed horror films. And can you believe it's already a, it's already fucking almost September. I was trying to say the fall, but can you believe that? I cannot. Can you believe that? The plot of flesh eating mothers, holy shit! <laughs> Read it. Fucking uh, suburban housewives turn into vicious cannibals after committing adultery with the neighborhood womanizer. He has a sexually transmitted disease that is causing you to turn to cannibalism. Hell yeah, sounds great. Yeah, this will be rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I. Because honestly, I don't think I even knew if it ruled or not. Uh, but oh wait, yeah, no, this cover, this cover rocks. Wait, what year is this? I'm watching the trailer, oh, I can't hear a thing. I'm just looking. For the, wait, what year is it? Eighty-eight. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I already said that. Not a single recognizable name in the cast. We're in for a yeah, treat. Yeah, some of the pictures are disgusting. So on this trailer is honestly gross. <laughs> Dude, this is. This this is some of the most disgusting makeup I've ever seen. What? The IMDb goof. <laughs> First of all, if, you're, if you're doing goofs on flesh eating mothers, uh, go fuck yourself. But this one says in the STDs checkup scene, it is revealed that the disease is caused by a virus, but in the end, it is cured with penicillin, an antibiotic, which would only fight bacterial infections, would have no effect on a virus. Hey, go fuck yourself. Kill that fucking nerd. Kill that fucking <laughs> nerd. Find that nerd and kill him. Um, yeah, this this is uh Is this trauma? It's gotta be. I don't think they made it, but they for sure released it, is my guess. 
this is also for free on Tubi and Plex. So if you have either of those services, make sure you check that out. Um, watch it before we uh, before we cover it. Does this not have a Wikipedia page? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, no, it does not. Oh, boy. <laughs> for, for a treat. How is that? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. Flesh Eating Mothers next week. That'll be fun. All right. That's it, everyone. Thank you all so much. Uh, again, patreon.com slash I hate horror. You can get commercial free episodes there. You can also get our live shows and all the bonus episodes we do and have done. Uh, get, we'll get back to doing those. You get to see Joe's live streams of the deceased. Uh, you get to see. They're honestly great shows in the way, but it's just the way I have to s- explain them is always just like boggles my mind. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and say this politely. It's like dead people. People die and Joe honors them. Tiny Dinky Daffy. Um, Seasons. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that. Uh, Patreon.com slash I hate horror. Uh, we got the shirts, the horror show store.com. Check that out. You can also go to I hate horror.com uh, for, for the link to the stores. Uh, Instagram at I hate horror. Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. And that is a wrap, everyone. Thanks to Joe. Thanks to all of you. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced. The monster. <laughs> <laughs>